from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today as we answer your questions about your life and your money. We're going to talk about you right in front of you, baby. Open phones at 888-825-5225. The call is free, and some say it's worth exactly what you pay for it. Kim is with us. Kim is in Asheville, North Carolina, starting off this hour. Hi, Kim. How are you? Hello. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Okay, so I have a question. Um, We hired a gentleman to do our taxes in March of this year, and we ended up hiring him to do financial planning for us as well. And after hiring him to do that, we discovered that he had filed bankruptcy twice and had been sued for writing a bad check. When? My question is, um, well, he filed bankruptcy in 2019 was his last one. That was the second one. And the, it said the certified financial planning board revoked his right to use their certification mark. Hmm. And then he also was sued for writing a bad check to a moving company. Recently? And that was um, in 2018. And so we had already paid him a large fee to use him for financial planning. And I guess my question is, should this be of concern to us? We have discussed this with him. What did he say? He says that we don't understand what it's like to run our own business. Um, And just basically was, you know, he was very rude about it and said his business would go on with or without us. Ooh. Uh, I want my money back. I'm leaving. I don't care about the bankruptcy. If you're butt, I don't want to work with you. Right, and he you, you don't get to be rude back. to me about this. You're self, you're self, you're defensive, mm-hmm. which means that, yeah, yeah. I, he was I, I've been I've been sued and I filed bankruptcy, but if you ask me about it, I'll just tell you. I almost feel like you not have not to, last week, but I mean, I'll just tell you, right? I almost feel like you open he, with that if you're if, if that's part of your story, that's what's informed you to this right. point. He claimed that he told us in the contract, well. I made him send that back to us because it disappeared after we signed it and we couldn't see our own copy. So he sent it to me a couple of weeks ago. There was a link that we could click in small print about this. How so much it, did you it, pay it, this guy? $1,500. Okay. Will he refund you or not? He will not. Okay. I'm walking yeah, anyway. We've talked I'm walking him on anyway. Occasion. I'm walking anyway. Well, yeah, we told him we were walking because we don't trust him yeah. and just because of his attitude. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's not the like thing, it's the attitude. Okay, because here's right. the thing. Okay, let's say the moving company tore up 17 of his items, and then they would. Then they wanted to, you know, and then he unpacked it and found a vase that they were responsible for. They don't want to refund him for the broken vase, so he stops payment on the check. They sue him. Well, that's a valid well, story. Sure. Right. He also, he told me that he didn't, he settled that check. I said, well, you didn't settle it or they wouldn't have sued you. Yeah. Well, Um, it's the attitude is the thing. It's like, look, Hey, if I were in your, here's the proper way to answer this question. If I'm him, if I were in your shoes, I'd have these exact same concerns. I'm happy to tell you the details. Okay. Here's what happened in this situation. And here's what happened in that situation. And the bankruptcy was not, you don't understand what it's like to run a business. The bankruptcy was, I did some stupid butt things. I learned from it and I'm not doing them anymore. Mm -hmm. The check was the moving company misbehaved and I used that as leverage and it got out of hand and they sued me, but they had no basis. The judge threw it out. 
Yeah, he blamed his ex-wife for the bad check. I, I don't and, care. You see what I'm saying? That yeah, If you had but, gone that way, then he would have redeemed his credibility. If he'd have been smarter mm-hmm. and done what Jade said and said up front what was going on, it's part of your story, that's yeah, fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's what we felt. But I've, I've been did, sued for things that I didn't do, that they made up in an effort to try to basically use the court system to blackmail me to settle with them. I refused to settle with them. So that gets all in the news. So you can look up Dave Ramsey got sued. But mm-hmm. the basis of the lawsuits are zero. Didn't Absolutely did not occur. But it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You can sue somebody for anything in America. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind telling you that. That's happened, okay? Um, but well, I, but I've still got, gonna... you know, I've still got, if you want to be pissed at Dave Ramsey randomly, you can find places on the internet that I did all kinds of things I didn't do. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, you know, he said he was going to sue the certified financial planning board. For Good luck with that. Per- yeah. And I was like, how can you do that? Yeah. He just sounds a little, I don't, I really don't like his attitude. I don't like that. He's defensive. He sounds yeah. like he's pointing the finger blaming it doesn't sound like it's going to be a fun work environment for yeah, you to work with this i'm guy. walking away right, i yeah. think well, i think i away. think you should walk away and you yeah. already had walked away so you already knew the answer to the question yeah she did well she probably wanted to know if there was some way she could force him to get the money back but i, I wouldn't put any effort into it i'd just move on i don't think you're gonna turn him into not being a jerk yeah i think he's already got that one down well if he hasn't done any work for them yet in that capacity uh, i feel like a good person would say, hey, you didn't know this. We haven't started this yet. Here's your money even back. A, even but. a not good person knows that some customers are worth more, are more trouble than they're worth. Mm-hmm. And if I'm her and I disagree with her, I mean, if I'm him and I disagree yeah. with her, she's more trouble than she's worth. Yeah. Here's your money back. Yeah, go away. Even, yeah. If, I, even, if, even if I'm not a good person, mm-hmm. it's just it's worth the just to get rid of them. Absolutely. You know, we fire a customer around here that misbehaves every so often. They, you can't call here and cuss at our people. We don't allow you to do that. Yeah. We'll give you your money back tell you go away. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all right. I don't, I don't put up with your junk because some customer service uh, people in America, their whole job is to get cussed at by rageaholics oh, all day terrible. long. that's terrible. And we don't, our, our customer service people, I tell them, listen, just tell them no. Yeah. Say, we don't, wait a minute, wait a minute. We don't talk like that here. You're not doing that. You just call somewhere else and be pissed off. Take your money and, that you're going to use here and use it for counseling. You need it. True you know, that. that kind of, just move on, right? But yeah, I mean, it, it's, even if you're on the other side of it, it's worth it to get rid of them. And mm-hmm. I don't think Kim's that. I think Kim's figured this out. Um, yeah. The, the, the sad thing is, is that now she's questioning all financial people or planners. Yeah, or, whether or, or not they're trustworthy. I'll tell you mm-hmm. what, I, you know, SmartVestor Pro will sit down with you. They don't charge you a thing because they make a commission yep. off of uh, selling you a mutual fund for mm-hmm. your for your Roth IRA or your kid's college fund. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't make anything unless they sell you something. So people are all suspect about that. But they're the good ones. They do mm-hmm. it with the heart of a teacher. That's why we endorse Smart Investor Pros. Uh, we don't have any fee-based financial planners in our system. Yeah, they're upfront fees. Uh, not because I'm mad at them; they just don't like us. That, because yeah, I endorse mutual sense. funds. Yeah, that makes and, sense. And um, you know, because here's the thing: there's a thing in the financial world. It's worth talking about this in the 20 seconds we've got. Called the fiduciary. And you see, yes. it on, there's there's one company running, and they're lying about it on their TV ad during uh, football. I saw it uh, last two or three weekends. I can't think what it's called. A little green sign in the background, but like we are fiduciaries. We are fiduciaries. We don't make anything unless you make something. We are fiduciary. No, mm. a, the word fiduciary means a person of trust. Can you trust someone that gets a commission? Yes, if they're trustworthy. They- All real estate agents are commission based. 
fiduciaries. And they should put your them. interest first. Yeah, they just they did, but just because you get paid when they make a sale doesn't mean you can't have integrity. That's right. That's absurd. So that's the financial world right now. This is the Ramsey Show. Did you know, statistically, when it comes to life insurance and protecting your family, that women are more likely to be uninsured or underinsured than men. This doesn't make any sense. Women make up half the workforce, contribute mightily to family incomes, and in many cases are the breadwinners and take care of their families 24 hours a day. This is one of the most overlooked areas when it comes to financial planning. Maybe it's a relic of the past, but a loss of income or the need to replace family care is equally important for women as it is for men. Single moms, working moms, and stay-at-home moms all need term life insurance. Rates are actually lower for women, which is why I send you to Xander Insurance. They shop the top term life companies to find the lowest rates available. You can compare rates online at Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. This is something every family has to deal with. That's Xander.com or 800-356-4282. George Camel Ramsey personality is our co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Thanks for being with us, America. We're here to serve you. Our joy comes when we can show you what to do, and then you actually go do it, and it causes you to win. Bing, bing. That's how that works. That's um, that's what this has been about for 30-plus years now, and it continues to be. Jody is with us in Springfield, Illinois. Hi, Jody. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi there. Hey, what's up? I, well, I'm kind of embarrassed to ask this question, but I am a 50-year-old widow who has been widowed for 15 years. Um, I have helped put my children through college, and I have no retirement. So I am ready to start retirement, and I don't even know where to begin and how much to put in. Uh, there's nothing embarrassing about any of that. It sounds it sounds oh, like good. you're you make a, me feel good. Sounds <laughs> like you're a wonderful person. We just need to get on the ball, right? Yes. Yeah. So, what do you make? I make about. I was just sitting here figuring this out. Um, I bring home about thirty six thousand take home a year. Mm-hmm. Okay. So your income somewhere around in the low forties, uh, maybe forty five. Yeah. yeah. All right. What do you do? I am a social worker. Okay. All right. And uh, do you have any debt? I do not. Your house is paid for? Yes. Well, that's great news. That means most of your income can go toward investing. So you have zero no, saved no. right now, right? What do you have in the I bank? Do, well, here's what I have. I have my uh, emergency fund of $1,000. Mm-hmm. I have my three months. I have three months of my emerge or for my, you know, in case something happens. Um, but that's about all I have at this point. So I'm I'm on the Dave Ramsey boat. I just I'm scared. I it's to a point to where sometimes I cry because I'm like, what am I going to do? Mm. You know, mm. because I don't know. Because when my husband passed away. You know, I use like life insurance and all that kind of stuff to pay my house off. So, yeah. you know, we had a roof over our head and all that kind of stuff because my kids were seven and 10 when all of this happened. Wow. Well, and, you've yeah, had a lot of life happen. It's been hard. 
I totally yeah, understand. <laughs> We're not here to beat you up. We want to give you some good next steps to take. And uh, if you're following the baby steps now, that puts you at baby step four because you have no debt, fully funded emergency fund. And really it's step seven because you have a paid for house. And so now the kids right. are, their school's paid for. We got to put our own mask now, uh, put our own mask on. And that looks like investing for retirement as aggressively as possible. Do you have a right. retirement plan through your employer? Here's what I have, and I, I didn't know what route to go, but there's a 403B. Okay. I don't know much about that. I've kind of looked, you know. Do they have a match? No. Okay. I would not do that then. I would first do. Okay. I mean, I may do some there, but we would first do a Roth IRA. Okay. Just a plain Roth, not yep. a traditional a Roth. A Roth. So what I want you to do okay. is go to RamseySolutions.com and click on Smart Vester and get a Smart Vester mm-hmm. Pro in your area to sit down with you, and they can help you run some calculations. Okay. okay. Now, let me All give right. you an example. You bring home $3,000 a month. You do not have right. any bills except survival bills. You have no debt, no rent, no nothing, okay? Correct. If mm-hmm. you were to save, invest $1,000 a month for 15 years, at 65, you're going to have right around a half a million dollars, right around $500,000. Really? Yeah. Okay. What this means is not that you're rich, and it's really not right. enough, but it's enough mm-hmm. to make sure you're not cold and hungry. Right. Because it will produce then, let's just get, let's just reverse engineer this, which is very interesting. Okay. Let's pretend it produced 10% a year on the mutual funds after that and that you retired and had no retirement income and i suspect you probably have a retirement with your government agency don't you that they furnish you a pension uh yeah actually uh my husband i get a pension off of him but that thing yeah but do you get a pension from your work when you retire no okay um, it's just social security I pay into. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Which is nothing, which is horrible, but that's okay. All right. No. So if you had a half a million at 65 mm-hmm. or 67 or whatever, and it was invested at 10%, 10% of 500,000 is 50,000 a year. Right. Without touching the nest egg, without touching the goose, it will lay 50,000 golden eggs a year. Wow. And so you'd actually be making more at retirement than you are now. So no kidding. So you're going to be okay. That's the point. You're not going to be rich, but even if I'm, if my numbers are off a little bit and they might be one way or another, actually, they probably are off in this case because you probably will not be making 36,000 for the rest of your life. You'll probably be making more. And so you could invest probably more later. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So I did that based on a thousand dollars in your current income. So, Mm -hmm. So I want you to sit down with a SmartVestor Pro, and we don't know how the scenarios will compare to actual life, but you can run some scenarios like I just did just to get the idea that I don't have to cry. Because if you'll start now, Jody, and you'll start investing close to $1,000 or more than $1,000 a month, you get your budget tight and you do that, you're going to be okay. Matter of fact, you're going to be better than okay. That makes me that makes me cry just being happy. Yeah. 
So I want you to sit down, yeah. but it also needs to make you get on the budget and do it. It also mean, means yeah. you to get on the phone and get on with those SmartVestor pros and go sit down with them and learn. And let's get this stuff started. Not next week, not next year, now. Now, okay. Right now. Because every day you put this off, it gets harder. If you put it off a right. year, it's going to take 1200 Yeah. Don't put it off anymore. You put it off as long as you can. The fuse is burning. So I want you scared enough that I scare you into action, but I don't want you terrified anymore so you're paralyzed. I got it. I'm on it. I'm doing it today. I love you. You're awesome. Call us back and let us know how it's going, okay? Okay. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Sweet lady. Love that. She just needed a little motivation that she's not doing as as bad as she thought she was, and the time to start is today. What's interesting about what we do for a living when we talk about getting out of debt or we talk about building wealth, numbers actually give you a result that gives you hope when you run math okay you know i got a hundred thousand dollars in debt i'm never going to get out what's well, thirty three thousand a year for three years i mean it's 2600 bucks a month and you make one hundred fifty thousand. shut your winding up you know all of a sudden the numbers give you math give you hope right yeah. the math gives you hope in her case it's thousand dollars a month and for for the next 15 years and not missing a month and getting started immediately and getting good returns and good mutual funds, which probably that 403B does not have. Mm. That's why I directed her away from that. You know, let's go first to the Roth IRA. With more control, more options. A lot better options, a lot better mutual fund options out there. Now, I can be off, and if you all want to argue with my numbers, that's fine, argue with my numbers. But here's the point. Get with it, you know. And, and you know, I might be – if I'm half wrong, she's still going to have $25,000, $26,000 a month coming in uh, or twenty five, twenty six thousand dollars a year coming in, uh, versus nothing, which your little plan, you critique critic people out there creates nothing. That's what critics create. Nothing. Well, the new one, Dave, is well, a million dollars isn't enough anymore, Dave. That means a half million dollars is half of not enough, but it's more than you got if you be broke and crying about it. Hello. So. Yeah, we'd love for you to have multiple millions, but I mean, in this case, you could see five hundred thousand would still change your life. The way she's the only way she's going to get to over a million is she's going to raise her income substantially, mm. so she could invest twice as much. Because two thousand a month yeah. for fifteen years at twelve percent, my mutual funds have averaged twelve percent for the last thirty years. My personal portfolio, and I'm not a genius. The market has averaged eleven point eight percent in the S and P. So by God, shut up and go do it. You know, so could you could you end up with a million dollars in fifteen years? Yeah, it's two grand a month. That's it, roughly. I mean, there it is. Ding ding. This is the Ramsey Show. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, is my co-host. By the way, guys, our award-winning documentary, Borrowed Future, about the absurdity of the entire student loan epic failure is a uh, it is available for free on youtube uh, you can watch it other places and pay for it but it's free on youtube so go go there and check it you can also probably check it out on ramsey solutions i imagine we've got it on the website but uh, either way borrowed future uh oddly enough um dr john deloney is one of the guests on the documentary back when he was in higher ed we interviewed him before he was a ramsey personality so that that's um you, you didn't know that was your interview for the new position, did I did you? not know. I was, I was, it was a job interview. You'll have an <laughs> uncanny way of interviewing you without you knowing. But I do think it's... Um, without I, applying. You know? I do think it's important to note, um, I mean, when we look at what's happening today, 
Y'all called this back in 2019 when you made the documentary. Y'all yeah. called it. This is we see the train coming, and it's going to hit us, and it's on its way. Yep, for sure. Kenzie is with us in Tacoma, Washington. Hi, Kenzie. How are you? Hi. How are you? Better than I deserve. How can we help? So okay, so I've been my husband and I have been on your plan off and on, but we are. Um, We've paid off all our debt at one point, and then I was stupid, got back into it. Um, but we're like scorched earth, you know, really, really on this plan to get out of debt. And one of the driving forces is we want to cash flow our kids' college. Well, and this is like the perfect day listening to all of these um, these kids having or adults having to pay for college again, all their all their stuff. Anyways. Um, I have told my kids, I have a 21, 19, and a 17-year-old girls, and I've told them since they were in middle school, we will pay for college, but you have to live at home, and you have to go to a school that we approve of. You have to have good grades, but we will cash flow your school. We're not doing debt. We have been very transparent about the struggle we've had with debt, the um the night you know the sleep that we yeah, lost everything fine. like that i, we, I did the same thing vocal. i did the same thing except the live at home part why do, why do you yeah. why do you add that you have to live at home but, um because if you i don't pay for other people's rent so there where i live there are so many colleges within 20 minutes of our home that there is no reason for you to not live at home. Okay. So and it's your money and those you, are your rules. What's your question? So my daughter refuses to stay home and go to school. She wants to go to um, a state school, but she wants to go to WSU, which is over in Pullman, which is six hours away. Cool. And they require you to live on campus and that you have to have the food program, which is about, um, twenty five hundred to four thousand dollars a year. So she's opting um, out. Of, hold on, she's up. This is very simple. She's opting out of your out of your rules. She opted out. Yes, yes, and it's, it's just it's, it's it, very difficult for me. It, it, like, no, <laughs> absolutely, and I've dealt with um, my entire career has been spent sitting with parents, and you drew a hard, hard line, a very hard line, and you very said, clear line, a very clear line. This is the way this is going to be, and she said, "Cool, I'm going that way." And so the other side of a very clear, very firm, hard line is other people can say, well, then I don't want anything to do with that boundary. And But that doesn't obligate you to pay. No, it doesn't mean you She gets none thing. of your money, right? Yeah. No, I, like I said, I would help with some groceries. No, 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 no. She but, gets none of your money. That's the rule you set up. None of your yeah, money. Yeah. No, but she opted like, out. What? But it's like that. It, it kills me when you see your kid running yep. into. It's really like, it's really heartbreaking to watch people you love do stupid butt things. But you don't get to vote anymore once they're adults. And the same is then, if your parents started spending their money and they were in their eighties, and it's heartbreaking um, because they keep sending money overseas to somebody who cares about what I mean. Or your best friend buys a hundred thousand dollars worth of crypto because he's an idiot. I mean, you can't stop him from doing it. One of the it. hardest things is, is when you love somebody, and they're doing hard things that are you know are not going to be good for them. And so also if she signs up for all these, like all of these loans and things because she has nothing saved, she is not doing She has to pay him back. She's, not, She's making a choice. Do I have to? Do I have no, to? No, you're not liable. Paperwork. 
You're not liable. Don't sign anything. I refuse to participate in your insanity. I love you too much to buy your cocaine. You're an addict. Okay. She opted out. She opted out. See, she thinks, this is the reason we're being so strong on this. I know what she thinks. She thinks you're going to give her money anyway. And I can't. I have two other girls that. Doesn't she? Does she think that? She she does think that, but yeah. I'm like I have to hold true because mm-hmm. my oldest moved out, so we stopped school. Yeah. Our middle one is staying home. We're paying for school, yep. so we have to stay true to what we've said. It's unfair to the other two for you to not have integrity. Correct. Zero help. Now, yeah. listen. The one thing I have learned, and it is the I think it's the hardest stage of parenting, is being a parent to people who are grown up. Because they're they're allowed to vote now. I can't tell them what to do anymore. I can't use my dad voice. It no longer mm-hmm. works. I can only use it on the radio on a listener, but I can't use it on my kids. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that doesn't even work there, actually. But uh, the, you know, I can't use my dad voice anymore. Not, not even the dog listens to my dad voice anymore. It's just gone. I, I lost my dad voice. It goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I have to use persuasion with everyone now. Mm-hmm. And so my grown kids get the exact same approach when I disagree with them that one of my good friends would get. I either just stand back and watch and hold my nose or I sit down beside them and I go, you know, I love you. And I've got some ideas here of some dumb things I've done in the past. And it kind of looks like some of the stuff you're thinking about doing. Uh, Would you like some advice from an older, wiser friend? If you say no, then I have to shut up. But if you say yes, I'll give it to you. And you have to go at it, you know, like I've got a friend, you know, I've got friends my age who have grown kids that are in their 30s and 40s. One of them called us the other day and said, hey, uh, we have teenagers. You raised three great kids. Can we take you to dinner? We want to ask you how to do that. So I have to use but But what I told them was persuasion. I, I didn't get to tell them what to do. Right. They ask and I get to tell them what I thought. And. Uh, but that's how you get that's how John persuades me or I persuade John same thing that's all you can do but you might want to try that because I got a feeling in your frustration you've used your mom voice oh absolutely and your kids your kids called your kids called your bluff right yes yeah and I've I've been working really hard Mm -hmm. on not talking at them but talking with them did you say this is three girls I have three girls yes where's dad in this conversation so he is he's he backs me up. We're in a different, like we're almost out of our debt. And so he's like, he's kind of weighing like, okay, maybe we, we do this. And I said, no, we have to hold, we have to hold. hold, hold. So that, that's, that's what I meant. Yeah. That's exactly what I meant. So I want him to come around front of this instead of you. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. want him to take his daughter to coffee and say, baby doll, I love you. And I, as, as somebody who loves you, not as your dad, I think you're making a mistake here, and I want you to rethink it. And I also mm-hmm. want to I want to challenge you on something too. Okay. Not on this particular one, but I'm challenging the the bedrock that you've anchored into. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest gifts a parent can give their kids sometimes is to say the words, "I went about this the wrong way." Not not the mm-hmm. thing is wrong, but I went about it the wrong way. I don't think this is wise. It like I want to take you to coffee and say, "Hey, let me walk you through why I'm making this." this choice because i'll tell you this you and everybody can disagree with me that's fine but after working in colleges for 20 years four different ones across a couple of states and consulting in a gajillion more 
if my kids decide to go to college, one of my rules is you have to live on campus because I want them to experience a bunch of different people and learn about how other people do life. That's different. That's a different philosophy. But here's the deal. Your kid is going to say, I'm going to go for this one then. So you set a set of rules. Great. Either live and die by it. I, but and, I, I want you. I want Dad to spend some time talking about why. Well, I, yeah. Why? I, I actually want Mom and Dad to sit down and say, okay. do we actually both believe this? Okay. And then why? Because it sounds like Mom made a line and Dad's just going along with it. But why? But why? Is stick right. with it. Why? That's right. You got to talk to a teenager. You got to talk to a grown child as a grown sibling. A grown, grown child is what it is. Yeah. Oxymoron. As an equal. And so talk about why. Yeah. Here, here's why I believe this. Here's why I'm trying to talk you into it. This is The Ramsey Show. Scripture of the day, 2 Chronicles 15, 7. But as for you, be strong and do not give up, for your work will be rewarded. Mary Kay Ash says, it's far better to be exhausted from success than to be rested from failure. Ooh, 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 I got a chill. Yeah. That one's good. All right, Carrie is with us in Tampa, Florida. Hi, Carrie. How are you? Hi, Dave. Oh, my goodness. It's an honor to be on your show. <laughs> Honored to have you. How can we help? So I, I'm really just looking for debt advice. Um, we are struggling to pay back an SBA loan, uh, payments for my husband's franchise that is now closed. Ouch. Yeah. How so much you borrowed, you borrowed how much on an SBA loan to buy a franchise? We, um, it was a total of $223,000. Okay. What kind of franchise? Um, yeah. It was a moving company. Uh, he kind of bought it at a premium because it was already in existence, and, and we really were under the impression it would be successful. And unfortunately, I don't know if it was just due to the market at the time, but um, it was really obvious after about a year that it was it was not going to be profitable um, anytime soon. And so he was made the decision to close it, and it was a big it was a big risk to begin with, but. Um, we decided to go ahead and just close it and move on. Um, he does have a great job now that he loves. What does he make? But, uh, about seventy thousand now. What do you make? I make forty-eight thousand. Okay. Do you guys have any other debt? We don't. Well, we have a very small car loan remaining and our house payment. Mm-hmm. Um, we have about two hundred thousand left on our house. Are there any assets at all left over right. from the business? From the business, no. You sold them or what? Yes, everything was sold and wiped out. Um, the actual franchise itself is is the is the brand still open? Yes. Can you not sell that franchise to someone? Uh, no. It it wasn't going to be, and no, it they, <laughs> it wasn't going to be an option. They they couldn't help us with that. Wow. Why? Um, that's a good question. I would, we, we asked the question at the time and it was going to be a, a very, very long process to even try to find a buyer. And I, I don't know, it, honestly, it just, we just I, I assume the franchisor has approval over any buyer, but even if you could sell the thing for 10,000 bucks to somebody that just wanted that franchise because they're probably selling that franchise to a brand new franchise franchisee for a good deal more than that correct 
It's possible. They they kind of just dissolved it um, in our territory, and it was picked up by somebody else who's further away. Um, and they're, they're so you've lost your rights to it by now then, probably. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it was closed. We closed it in, in February. Now, closing it is different than the actual franchise. A franchise is an element that is actually a, a, a right that you have that you paid for. Um, right. As Sorry, so it, it was it it has expired and yeah. it's dissolved. Okay. All right, man. Well, so you got two hundred thirty-three thousand on one hundred and ten. Yeah, twenty-three thousand dollars a year is ten years. Fifty thousand dollars a year is five years. What are you going to do to get your income up so it goes faster? I, <laughs> I'm not sure. We're hoping um, we're hoping that his job so far it's going well, but. What did he do before this? Hope for his promotion. Uh, he's in operations and logistics management. He's worked for um, he's worked for Amazon for a few years, and he worked for another company for a few years. Um, what did he make before he quit and started the franchise? He was making about one. I went one oh nine. One oh nine thousand. That sounds more um, like logistics he, than seventy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, and he lost that job in January 2021. Um, they had a lot of they had a, a restructuring in the in the business. Yeah, but the logistics business. world. If he oh. know if he yeah. if he knows supply chain, and he knows how to mm-hmm. lay that out, that's a six figure income. Yes, you would you would think that. It no, would I wouldn't think. I know. Job, but, right, right. And you live in Tampa, freaking Florida. There's logistics there for sure. We're, we're okay, let me tell you, Carrie, here's what's going on, yeah. okay? You guys got the mm-hmm. crap beat out of you, and your husband's lost his confidence, and you have too. Yeah. And he doesn't feel like he's worth what he's actually worth mm-hmm. because of this failure. I need you guys, for your sake, to go get him a job making 110. He needs to get back in the marketplace with his shoulders thrown back and a little swagger in his step again. He's not a bad guy. He just made... You guys just made a mistake and bought a business that you didn't know how to run and ran it in the ground, and you've lost your butts. But that doesn't mean you're horrible people or you're dumb people or that suddenly he's not worth 110 when he probably actually is. At least. One of the things I had to recover from when I went broke, and mine was a lot more dramatic, uh, although there's, you know, what is major surgery? Surgery that happens to you. What's minor surgery? Surgery that happens to somebody else, right? So um, yours is very dramatic for you, I'm sure and traumatic but one of the things i had to recover from was i felt like an idiot i felt like i no. why should anybody trust anything i ever think again because i was so stinking arrogant before it knocked me completely out of the saddle and um i don't think your husband was that guy but but it's normal when you go through this it's the death of a dream and part of your soul dies when you close that door and lock turn the key for the last time and walk away that definitely sounds fair. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I just, I, I want to give you permission to grieve that, but I also uh, want you to, 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 to keep perspective on it and him to keep perspective on it. Cause I think he took just something to get a job and right. he's just kind of curled up in the corner uh, wounded right now. We definitely, we definitely went through that. Um, we are hopeful for this job. I mean, he, he applied for jobs for almost a year before he decided to open the franchise. And we're not, we're on the outskirts of Tampa. We're not really in Tampa. So we, we weren't finding anything 
um, at all. Um, and so when this, this opportunity currently that he's working for came along, um, is a, it, it, he's really, really enjoying the job, and we're hoping Well, that I'm glad, but you have $223,000 worth of debt, and he needs to make yeah. a lot more. Yeah, well, my... my okay, that's how it's going to be done, kiddo. I'm not going to argue with you anymore, okay? Yeah. The thing is, I understand where you are. I've been where you are, I, and I'm sorry that you've been through the, all this pain. Um, but, yeah, we, we, you know, you've got to... The big math says you need to put $50,000 a year on it, and you can do that with your current income if you live on beans and rice, and it's going to take you five years. Or you can increase your income by $40,000 and do this in three or four years mm-hmm. and not have to live on beans and rice while you're doing it. And I, I really think that there's a tie-in here. You look When you get hit this hard, you look for a safe place to hide. And human nature does that. You want to go back to something where, where I'm, yeah. you know. I no risk. St- no, like. I don't want to stick my head mm-hmm. up. I'll get it knocked yeah. off again. You know, I don't, I don't want to do that. So thank you for your call. That's the answer. You take the 223 and you divide it into the number of years you want to fool with this. Mm-hmm. And what have you got to do? What has to be true to make that happen? And part of that is healing from this the rest of the way. And um, you're making excuses. You are. Yeah. And part of that tells me you haven't healed from this the rest of the way. So you shouldn't have asked if you didn't want me to tell you. That's true. And, guys, let me just tell you, those of you in business out there, well, business debt doesn't count. Business debt is good debt. Tell that to Carrie. Right? You go take out a $200,000 loan to buy a business. You're in stupid land. Mm -hmm. And you do that with an SBA loan, you're in super stupid land. Because SBA is forever. Mm -hmm. They do not go away. They're like a student loan. And... I'm not saying Carrie's stupid. I'm just saying any of you that are thinking about doing this, you need to listen to her call. Because, oh, well, I, we're not going to yeah, Well, right. Debt only works when debt works, and that's never. You get your butt bit off here, man, people. You got to stop it. You got to stop it. Ouch. Bless their hearts. Thank what you. a horrible thing to go through. That puts us out of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.